can tell that you're desperately trying to do an impression of Pat Butcher. <laughs> hey, Frank, Frank. That's all you have to say. <laughs> Hello, Jess. got to say on that. Yes, and that's the end. And that's the end of that. <laughs> Good. Well, hey, self care. <clears throat> self care. I got a corker of a book this week. Oh, just you wait, Matt. Wouldn't it be funny if one day we both turned up with the same book? I reckon today might be that day. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not a fiction. Have you got my book? (laughs) Is that what you've done? Yes, I I broke into your house to your cat flap last night and stole the right one you're thinking of. Oh, that's not a cat flap. (laughs) Oh, what is that? A murder hatch? (laughs) <laughs> a corpse disposal tube yes what, yeah <laughs> like the sucky things you get at the bank i, I literally have no oh no. <laughs> <laughs> my experience of sucky things at the bank is very different oh uh, well and i don't think the air works there anymore so um happy happy, happy monday to you also what a day to be alive eh what a day. And it sounds like you're only just alive. Well, yes. I know I sound like I'm clinging on, but uh, I'm still very funny and devastatingly handsome. So let's push on. You can't have everything, can you? Um, <laughs> one out of two isn't bad. Um, <laughs> How are the math lessons coming? <laughs> <laughs> so here we are, another week. I tell you what, I just want to say that there's an awful lot of chat is there? on the old Instagram I mean, and there is. via social media that I keep getting. I'm just going to adjust my microphone, such is my want. Um, what, people are liking this, right? And they're, they're leaving these episodes with a head-scratchy moment and they're trying to get yep. to sleep. And I've got, you know, people all over the world saying, I used to take you to bed and now I can't because I'm up all night and I think, well... <laughs> You're only (laughs) (laughs) swings and roundabouts, love, form a cue. (laughs) Um, But it's true, right? I think what we've been talking about is causing people to have a little little think. And that's exactly what we started. I know. It really is to explore what it is to be human and all the different components that make us human. And... For me, it's been already, I mean, what are we, not even, well, yeah, we, we're, we're crossing the Rubicon today. This is the halfway mark. Oh, it is. Um, yes. Uh, is it? Hang on a minute. No, there's not really, is it? Halfway through the next episode will be, oh, no. No, this no, episode. This is, 12. this is 12. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, more than halfway. Yeah, oh, I know things. <laughs> Back to the math. <laughs> um, it's... <laughs> It's been enlightening for me and a joy, and I really, I'm really proud of it, and I'm really enjoying it, and I love that we do go into some heavy stuff, and then we also balance it out with silly stuff, because I, th- and I think that is actually what life is. There is heavy stuff, and there's lots of light stuff, and it's how you dance through all of Ooh. those. Uh, the what the better you are at dancing through them all, the better and easier life is. I'm not very good at dancing, so I think that probably explains why I spend most of my <laughs> mornings with tears dripping into Weetabix. Um, <laughs> is that why you don't like Weetabix? Yeah, well? yeah, exactly that. Yes, <laughs> I'll never forget. Curse that. these happy people! Um, I've just just come <laughs> back from my wedding. I spent the whole oh. of it in a corner cursing everybody. 
what on my own <laughs> are you any closer to answering the question what does it mean to be human now that we're halfway through imagine if i said yes <laughs> what no of course not don't be ridiculous are you don't be ridiculous what's all this we used to be friends <laughs> Where has this vitriol and nastiness come from? Just because you've been sunning yourself in Kuala Lumpur or somewhere and now you're back to getting the number 47 and covered in rain. Don't take it out on the rest of us just because you had a holiday cut short. <laughs> it's the throat demon speaking, not me. <laughs> I can blame that on everything. I just thought of that. It's brilliant. the spiritualist. I will let me out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Sandra. <laughs> oh, wasn't me. It was the throat demon. <laughs> On behalf of all of our listeners, it's Sandra. A pause. <laughs> <laughs> and why must she go away? So, self care. Now, mm. um, I struggled with preparing for this one. I'm not going to lie. Because the more I thought okay. about it, I thought, well... So is self-care as linear as I think it is? It's all of the things that we should be better at. Some people are aware that we should be better at them and some people aren't as aware that we should be better at them. Because, you know, if I say it's really important to have routines and it's really important to have moments of um, of solitary um inward reflection so even if you know you're i don't know in a wonderful relationship and you're stitched at the hip or something it's still really important for you to have that you know separate time out mm. um is it about you know uh i don't know treating yourself to having your hair done once a month is it about having your favorite food all of those sorts of things and some people might not recognize that as self-care because mm. i asked a few people about self-care uh now when was that that was a few weeks ago for something else. And broadly, the definitions were things like doing things you want to do. And then they would just very quickly go down the beauty route. You know, it was about oh. makeup and having your hair done and doing your nails and face masks and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, hmm, I wonder oh. whether self-care is the right term for it. But it left me with more questions than it did answers when i was thinking about oh. self-care so i'm kind of interested to hear what your hmm maybe definition of self-care is i suppose matt um my definition of self-care which i clearly should have prepared uh <laughs> is um doing stuff that doing stuff you want to do that's that's good for you that leaves you maybe leaves you better than when you started it okay for like for me bef my gut for, for self-care is some kind of fitness sure but but that may be an absolutely abhorrent for some sure. listeners <laughs> like if i'm feeling if like someone's feeling run down or not in the mood or anxious yeah. i can totally understand why fitness wouldn't it could be a trigger for someone in a negative way so i think that understanding of um the flexibility of what it means is important and actually it became a bit of a dirty word fairly recently what self-care self like or yeah a, a sort of a naff word vice did a whole article about it like taking the the mickey basically um and also, I think it almost crossed over into clean eating territory, yes. which really is a, a stupid, awful catch-all for nonsense, basically. Like, what are you? We're not raccoons. We're not washing our food. But really, it's a clean what eating do you joke. really think? 
Oh, now you've just frozen. <laughs> Good, you're back. Sorry, my awful internet. Um, so yes, I think it's. I think today we can we can help people broaden their understanding of what self care is to help them feel better. Yes. As one thing we do today. Yeah, I think for me, I think self care is. By the way, there's an awful lot of background noise uh, because this is being recorded at a time <clears throat> when my dog suddenly comes alive. And every second of every minute is counting down to five o'clock when his it's his dinner time. So there's padding, there's chucking, there's... <laughs> You'll hear the oven clanging and the fridge being open. <laughs> Lord only knows what he's making out there. But I've committed to this, dear listener, so that's what I'm doing. Um, um, curse the day I let that pastry chef go. Now... <laughs> I think uh, for me, self. What, what I got to was that self care was an an act, could be physical or uh, metaphysical. So mm. an act that, by virtue, makes you feel better or more balanced or more centered, but that it is a selfishly, a consciously selfish act for a gratification or reward oh do you not think there's any form of self-care that does help other people or is it because you know it's good for you that whatever it does it's still ultimately selfish some things we do and we enjoy doing and we don't consciously think oh i'm only going to do this and help this person because it will make me feel like a good person i'm not saying that happens at a conscious level but the brain chemistry is exactly what does that you know we we give to charity because actually it fills us with um endorphins and oxytocin it makes us feel really good about being generous um we don't necessarily do it for us you know absolutely i want to donate because i want to you know save those squirrels or you know change that um garden's future or i don't know you know the important stuff in life um but it does vicariously make me feel good so i think it is selfish but being selfish isn't a bad thing this is the point is that self-care is is consciously selfish right that's the point and isn't that the important thing isn't the i don't want to sideline this because you've probably got things to push back on because you (laughs) always do but there is um (laughs) there's there's something really important about owning this self-care thing. This is the thing that I think a lot of people struggle with is that that's the whole point. It is an act or something that you can do. We say, do you know what? I need some time out or I need to feel good or I need to feel special or maybe self-care. I'm stopping. Maybe self-care is a, it are acts or consciousness that help to meet our um unmet needs our core unmet needs yeah i like all of that i don't have a problem with it no pushing back yet um well why don't we take it helicopter view like why a, don't we yeah why don't we hop in my heli and we'll <laughs> pop down to somewhere that rhymes with heli that i couldn't think of quick enough um mm-hmm. helicopter view of what we're talking about why then do people get so het up thinking they shouldn't find time for themselves to do something good for themselves. Hmm, how do you like them apples? <laughs> well, I guess, <clears throat> isn't it to do with... Are we broken? People feeling, are we broken? What do you mean, are we broken? 
Well, like, are we we so broken that we're like, oh, no, I can't do find time to exercise or whatever for myself. I've got to put everyone else first. That indicates that's messed up. Mm, uh, it is. However, I think it's probably a little bit more... Uh, I think it's easier explained than that. I would... My instinct with mm-hmm. a psychology hat on is that we're taught not to be selfish. Um, as children and all throughout our lives, you must share. Don't be selfish. This isn't just for you. You know, think of others. And so mm-hmm. the act of intentionally being selfish, which is what self-care is, and, and putting yourself mm-hmm. first, is intrinsically a characteristic that you would associate with, for example, a um, maybe a sociopath or um, a narcissist, right? So right. they're not necessarily, you know, if you're in a room of people and say, okay, hands up if you're selfish, well, I wouldn't want to be something. Well, no, 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 I'm not. I'm very selfless, in fact. Always think of other people first. So maybe it's more simply explained like that. What do you think of that? Well, maybe that's broken and we need to teach oh. from a younger age a more oh, balanced. Yeah. I think everything's broken today. Of course. Maybe we need to teach from a younger age that there's a balance of being selfish, well, selfless and, but also looking after number one. Because here's the thing, no one else is going to look after you as well as you can. Sure. And you know what? No one else, you only think about looking after number one when you're in a moment of crisis or when you're in a moment of significant unmet core needs or when you're in a a traumatic position when people say, you've got to look after number one. That's okay then. Um, But if you didn't, but if you, but if you did, if you if you chose before that to look after yourself, maybe you wouldn't get to those points of crisis. Sure. Yes. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And and actually, your point earlier about you know perhaps we should do things differently. Um, I mean, that's a whole nother. Maybe that's where we've <laughs> we've we're done on. Because, do you know what? When we first started this, we were like, oh, I'm not sure. Twenty three episodes seems a bit different. Maybe we'll, if we get kind of you know some themes for sort of eight or nine, and then we'll go as we go along. We could. Well, I think we've got a second series already with extra questions that come up. But my point is that the the way that we raise children is. I think we need to teach uh, parents about the the core aspects of parenting because there is no isn't it mad that the the most precious thing in life you're allowed to just create you don't need a license you don't need any training <laughs> they're all about giving bloody passports and licenses for dogs what is that all about like i don't disagree with it but if you're gonna <laughs> make owning a dog you have to have a, get a license for it and make sure it goes to puppy training you can't you know have a child and not be expected to understand that if you teach it that Mm. you know uh boys must um be with girls that's a normal thing boys like blue and girls like pink and Mm. boys wear shorts and girls wear dresses and even like the toilet signs and stuff in schools and um and then to take it a step further of course that you know these people are different because they look different and uh, you mustn't be selfish we're poisoning children and so when you look Mm. back you ask any therapist or psychotherapist or psychologist or social psychologist you know what's the the kind of big core issue with humanity it's childhood Mm. development because almost everybody's issues hark back to our childhood it's not our parents fault is it well so if i've understood correctly i think what you're advocating is for babies to be taken away at birth and raised by robots till 18 is that correct. right yes correct right great 
I mean, there's pros to it. I don't see any cons. <laughs> and I think it should start now. Uh, so, <laughs> um, I've actually ordered, uh, we're going to do a little test study here on the farm. I've just ordered 50 Roomba. Um, and I'm <laughs> I looking that was going to be serious. <laughs> and I'm looking for 50 people who are pregnant to donate their child just for the first 18 years to be raised Brilliant. by a robot. Uh, Brilliant. I mean, 50 Roomba together will probably become sentient in a few years. Yes, but think about my parquet floors, Matt. They are going to be clean <laughs> as and all tax deductible. Um, so, so your point is is absolutely right. You know, all of these things need addressing. But by the time it gets yeah. to later, it's little wonder that we struggle with the concept of putting ourselves first. And even when you know it, even listening to this and you think, gosh, you know what, that's right. These two dashing young men, youngish men, um, like with the one young man and the other one that they they like, <laughs> they've got a real point. <laughs> um, but they still won't necessarily do anything different because it's so deeply ingrained to not do stuff. So one of the things I was going to ask you is what do you have either go to self care activities or, or or whatever or do you have mm. like regular do, do you sort of carve time regularly for it or not or are you one of these people that thinks oh actually feeling a bit unbalanced or out of sorts i know what i need to do i'm going to go do x funnily enough i was i guess it's fairly obvious but i was going to ask you exactly the same <laughs> but so we'll come to you in a second let's talk about me for once um Here's the thing. I know, I guess my love of the fitness is quite well documented. So the fact that this is what I'm talking about, doing it regularly to avoid stuff. Because mm. I choose to work out so regularly, because that's what lifts me up and lights me up and sets me up for the day. I don't, I am quite relaxed day to day. I don't, obviously, when things occur, there are things to deal with, but I don't feel I have those stress flashpoints. Sure. Also, with my job, I've manoeuvred it into a situation where I adore what I do. So I bounce out of bed when I don't have a throat demon and <laughs> crack on with my day. Um, having said that, having just been on a lovely, lovely uh, double holiday, double day, um, I it, that, that really was extra self-care, which I didn't need per se, but I've really benefited from it. Mm. So I would have been fine without it to continue the rest of the year. But I'm grateful that I was able to get away because it was super lovely to just step away and be in the sun and swim in the morning and sleep better. And yeah, so, uh, but equally then, yes, I know to, I know, I know I could do with the holiday a few times a year when possible. So I do book those. So I guess I do plan stuff, but equally, because of what I've done to get where I am now, they're not as desperately needed as maybe other people might sure. require. I think holidays are a really good start <clears throat> for thinking about self-care planning. Mm. But I think there's lots of low-hanging fruit that's still left there. And you don't and holidays are probably the most obvious thing that people think of when they have, you know, I need some time out or a reset or mm. desperate for a rest or whatever. But actually, there's loads that can be done between holidays regularly, every day, that uh, quantifies self-care. And 
<gasps> I just thought of an amazing word because I thought you said it. But I think I thought you said stealth care. But like, mm. so it's self care that you do without really forcing it or knowing it. No, that ah, isn't is that brilliant. Very good. That is very <gasps> good. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I've I got like to go. That. I've got to write the book on stealth care yeah. right Ms. now. Mr. Trademark self care quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Take it down. Um, have you highlighted your hair, Matt? No, but this bit does go blonde when I go Doesn't on holiday. It? Doesn't it? This bit goes grey when I get stressed. <laughs> um, I, just while you're talking about low-hanging fruit and the connection with holidays, don't forget, you you can do... No, sorry, hey, 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 not like that. I'm not talking things hanging out of swimming shorts. What I mean is, think about the things you like to do on holidays and just do them here. Yes. I love to read by the pool. So at the weekend, I'm going to find an hour to sit down and read. Yeah. Maybe you like hiking. Fill you can still hike in the UK. Just read next to that. Yeah, <laughs> put your feet in it. Can't afford a foot spa. Just get a washing up bowl. Yeah. Or a mug. Yeah. Just a mug of water yeah. and sit next to it. Just your big toe. <laughs> uh, yes. Good. Jez. Yes. When you're feeling run down and anxious, what's yes. your go-to self-care routine? Um, Is it shibari. biting your nails like you just did? Um, no. <laughs> I what's think... shibari? <laughs> oh, Google it. Um, so I think... <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> Is it rude? No, it's absolutely not rude. It's very artful. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Can get rude. So... I think <laughs> um, I have regular self-care. I don't tend to do, I've never been good at taking holidays because my <clears throat> schedule is so erratic and often last minute historically. Um, so mm. very often, for example, um, you know, like filming for a Saturday, I might get a call on a Tuesday or even a Wednesday to say, oh, we need to film this week for Saturday. So I've generally kept a... Um, <laughs> wry smile i've generally kept a a sort of you know open uh, diary like that i do need to get better at that so my self-care are things like first thing i get up extra early every morning monday to friday note that that's very relevant monday to friday and i right. have an hour where i read a book and have a hot cup of tea on my own that's a little bit of self-care for me um and then at the weekend so not monday to friday i don't set an alarm i wake up when I wake up, that's my little bit of self-care. Um, historically, on a Wednesday, I took the day off. That was my new self-care regime. I was like, no, I'm going to take the whole of Wednesday off. And we'd spend it in the garden. So gardening, I find, is a good sort of self-care thing. But sometimes mm. it's just like spending a bit of extra time in the shower or something. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, my mum was mm. saying today, you know, sometimes she sort of... In the shower? Yeah, yes, yeah. My mum was saying, I uh, said, could you pass me the soap and please get out? It's awkward. Um, she <laughs> said, uh, you know, this morning she was shaving her legs in the shower. And uh, she said, you know, sometimes I spend a bit extra in the shower and I might, you know, wash my hair and then condition my hair. And it's those sort of little things as well. Like twice a week I shave, that sort of part of self-care things i feel a little bit better for having shaved and feel a bit fresher i've got really sensitive skin so i can't shave every day um so 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 for me the self-care comes in much more often um yeah and and they're easy wins and then every now and again i might think just like you actually let's do something a bit extra special and i'm gonna go away and not look at my emails not do anything not you know uh do any social media or whatever 
and go away sort of overnight or for a weekend or something like that. Um, but those are, I have to say, a bit rarer, and I'm trying to get better at doing that bit. So I'm sort mm. of probably the opposite of what most people are, and I do lots of self-care all the time and not big stuff. And probably most people, I would guess, big generalisation, but probably do the big stuff and not necessarily very good at doing the regular stuff. Would you say or not? Right. Well, I mean, I do both. So maybe, so I'm the happiest kid on the block. <laughs> That's why. <clears throat> I think that does contribute. That's the secret. What's Give me one example of one of your little... Oh, I'm going to give you one of mine as well. Oh, I don't know. Will it make you sound pretentious? I don't care. Um, <laughs> we said from the yes. very beginning we'd Tell be honest on this. <laughs> um, what, give me one example of your sort of everyday self-care um, things that you do. Well, the, the fitness. like Yeah, another one. Uh, it re- it, oh, right, fine. Um, <laughs> oh, play, playing a new song on repeat. Uh, until until I'm I'm sick of it (laughs) Sia brought out an amazing new song recently called Born Yesterday with this incredible producer who used to work with Björk maybe still does and with Björk was so weird and willfully like experimental they've harnessed that into a three minute pop song and I've listened to it about 40 times in two days it's that incredible and for me when I love it I'm like listen again listen again listen again listen again I love it listen again that was the throat demon as well. We, we like the same taste in music. I can only imagine that you sing along as well, right? Well, in the lower register at the moment, but yes. Because we all know you love a little sing-along. <clears throat> oh! <laughs> um, I've started buying unnecessarily expensive but very lovely hand soap and moisturiser. Oh, for your sensitive skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's like living with a penguin. They've got some <laughs> skin, apparently. Um, I've held a penguin, and then we, Matt, stop it. And then they <laughs> have not a euphemism. Hey, did you know when penguins dive underwater, they all of these mm-hmm. bubbles come out, and it looks like they're perhaps a little farty, but they're not. <laughs> all of those bubbles, it's the air trapped in between their feathers that keeps them warm or cool. And so when they go underwater, it all squashes out and you get all these... Did you know that? I didn't. I mean, honestly... And I've held a penguin. Have I mentioned that? uh, No. Um, A friend of mine, (laughs) true story about penguin, talking of self-care, let's try and desperately to bring this back to the point. um, (laughs) A friend of mine uh, helped at a uh, special needs outing, a special needs school, she Lovely. helped as an adult volunteer and took these kids to um, a zoo. There was one particularly rowdy, quite cocky lad at the back, uh, quite mouthy, uh, rude, all the way there, sort of showing off. Pipe down, pipe down, sit down, put your seatbelt on, pipe down, all about the whole way there. They go, they have a lovely day at the zoo, they come back, and uh, on the way back, it's notably quiet. And my friend went to the back of the bus and said, what's going on? Why is it all quiet? Why are you being polite and (laughs) well-behaved? This is most unlike you. Um, Anyway, cut a long story short. As uh, she walked away, she thought she saw the bag move. So she went back (gasps) and asked him to open his bag and he had stolen a penguin and they had to go back. Stop it. No, absolutely true story. They had to go back and apologise. He was made to apologise, give the penguin back the whole deal. Yeah, they were about an hour from the zoo. They had to go back. <laughs> yeah. But isn't it funny? Like, if I was that teacher, I would have been in pieces, like, lit, like tears running from my face, laughing, doubled over, <laughs> like, what should we call him? Uh, <laughs> 
Okay, okay. Here's a here's a uh, dilly of a pickle. What if self care is a bad thing? What if that kid's self care was kleptomania? <laughs> well, I think it's time for book of the week. So, okay. Matt, <clears throat> do you want to do the jingle, or should we not do it this week? Oh, these eight lines say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting longer. We're talking about self-care to people who are here and there. There's excitement in the air, almost too much for me to bear. We're talking about some books, so come on and take a look. We know that you are going to be hooked. Is this jingle overcooked? <laughs> Yeah, pretty good, huh? <laughs> I can't wait for the final one with the showgirls <laughs> and the band. Uh, and the, I want to see the end of a trombone come into your shop like that. <laughs> Honestly, do you know how long that took me to write? 30 seconds. No. I'm a jingle whiz. You're the new Dennis Waterman. <clears throat> <laughs> Although you sound a little bit like Barbara Streisand with that throaty demon. If that means I get to marry Hannah Waterman, I'm in. Who's that? Or is that, or is that his daughter? I, I can't, he's either, well, was either the name's Hannah to... Waterman. I'm guessing it's probably his daughter, yeah. No, it's his wife. Oh. I think, it, I think it's his wife. Anyway. Okay. Right. Th- they've, had, they've had enough airtime for now. Should yes. I do my book? It's really good. <laughs> Imagine if it is the same as yours. Is yours Good Morning, Good Night by Lin-Manuel Miranda? No way. No, it's not. <laughs> no way. <laughs> uh, you may know Lin Manuel Miranda from In the Heights, Hamilton, Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, oh who he, is she in that? He. Oh, you misogynist. Who is he in that? <laughs> He's like the new uh, Dick Van Dyke character, the chimney sweep, the, uh, the, the new chimney sweep. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've heard of Hamilton, though, surely. Yes, I've not seen it. Okay, fine. It's it's brilliant. Uh, although Go six on. is better and everyone loses their shit when I say that. Anyway, um, this is so lovely. This is a collection of uh, his tweets, which I know that sounds awful, but they were always two a day and one was good morning and something nice and then one was good night and something nice. And they've been illustrated really beautifully. Oh, so, for wow. example... Good morning, New York, USA, world, solar system, galaxy, universe, multiverse. You, reading this in the palm of your hands. Good night, multiverse, universe, galaxy, solar system, world, USA, NY, you, and your cells, molecules, atoms, electrons, and quarks. That one wasn't very good. No, I was just going to say, are there some good ones in there? <laughs> Let me find a good one. The point is, this is just, you just pick it up and, and read a few, and they're really uplifting. All right, here we go. Good morning. Take a breath, then another. Repeat. Move at your pace. You got this. Good night. Take a breath, then another. Repeat. Shake off the day. Sweet dreams. They're just lovely little modern homilies. Modernalies, if you will. No, I won't. Um, And it's just a nice little self-care. Oh, you know, a, a nice little vignette of happiness if you need it. I've said homily and vignette in the same sentence. Who am I? You are, if nothing else, verbiose. Um, (laughs) Got a book. Who's it published by? 
Oh, yes. Oh, details. Because well, um, you need to find head- Headline. Headline. Oh, headline. Headline. And it came out last year? Okay. 2018. <laughs> it's, a, and it's a really good gift if you don't know what to get someone. Yes. Also useful. Sort of thing that I would pick up, think, oh, that will be good. Read the two pages you've read and gone, I'll gift that. So, yeah. <laughs> interestingly enough, Mr. Matt, every time we see you, your background is different. Do you regularly change your office around or are you just in a different room every time? <laughs> or are you having a psychotic episode? <laughs> that picture's been up since May. Um, has it? But you always, you're always in front of it. Yeah, well, I'm behind it. <laughs> I'm not a magic eye painting. Um, no, that... Nothing has changed. Maybe it's flipped You're just... on my screen today or something. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. It's because of all the, like, you're not, you don't always film your videos there. Because obviously I spend from about 8.30 in the morning through to about quarter past three just watching your videos. And, <laughs> uh, and you're not, you're always, you're in different ones. So that's... I am. So my book this week... <laughs> <laughs> is this because we're talking about self-care right so this sure. is my book of the week it's very lovely it's got a little kind of little poppy clasp oh, thing there um, i put this little thing on it i'll get rid of that i put that on it so you could i could put my pencil on it it's got this little popper clasp you don't have to have this one and this is inside it's a notebook and I think uh, that the best recommendation for uh, self-care is to get yourself the most wonderfully glorious notebook. You have to spend lots of money. Tell you what, it's really good for notebooks, Matt. It's TK Maxx. They've often got some really good, nice ones that like, you know, oh, two lovely. quid or something. Um, and you can use it to journal, if you want, to plan out your self-care, to write cute little things that you find or put nice things that people say to you. But... This is a really nice thing. Um, I've done it with notebooks before, but I've just realized I'm sort of going to tell you something else now. But so this is what I used to do. <laughs> every single day, at the end of every day, I would write down something positive that happened that day or oh, something that. nice that somebody had said to me. I would then tear the page out of the book, fold it up and put it into a box. I put it in a bottle, put it into a box. Then on the first, and I did this probably for five or six years, then on the 1st of January, every single year, I would smash open the bottle and I would spend a whole day going through and reading like 365 amazingly positive things that have happened throughout the rest of the year. And I tell you, by the end of the day, you feel not only supercharged, but you remember some of those things that you would otherwise forget um, because you were nudged by them at the time. So my book of the week recommendation is a blank notebook for you to write wonderful things in it about yourself wonderful things other people say about you uh you know matt and i i guess are very lucky in as much that we often get people write nice testimonials and stuff and we pop those probably like i imagine you do the same you pop them in a little folder to keep and every now and again you might use them for marketing or something but more important you look through when you feel a bit deflated or something doesn't quite go to plan you look through and think actually do you know what those people think i'm doing all right so i'm okay uh, and that's sort of what this is but for the real world every single day that's my book of the week. Oh, 
that, do you know what? When you first said it's a blank notebook, I was going to make a joke about you forgetting and like having to scrabble to get something. But then it turned into something so lovely, it would have just been so heartless to make a sarcastic joke. So I'm not. I thoroughly endorse that. I think it's a lovely thing to do. Why did you stop? Why did I stop what? You said you did it for five or six years. Oh, I don't know, actually. I, so I, I switched. I stopped doing it from a notebook and went to post-it notes. Uh, because right. it obviously that ruins the book when you rip it out. So after a while, I thought, hang on, this is like it's, 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 it's very dramatic and wonderful to do at the time, but actually ruins a book otherwise. <laughs> so whereas post-it notes mm. was much more sense. And I don't really know. Maybe when I moved or something. I know. I mean, the first couple of years I was here, it was really stressful and really difficult. There was just so much going on with the renovation and things going wrong. So maybe that's what. But I should definitely start doing it. We're coming towards the end of the year, so I think I'll probably. It's much better than. A New Year's resolution. I find New Year's resolutions very... I have a very uncomfortable relationship with them because they lots of people set out to do better for themselves. This is relevant yeah. for today. Yeah, yeah. Um, but invariably, they get sidetracked. You know, I always think that one of the most... If you ever end up with a little bit of money or you want to set up a business, you should definitely set up a gym because those people are rolling in it. Like all those people that, that, that get gym memberships in January and by March you're sat at home talking to your pet cactus, clutching a bottle of rosé or something because you can't be bothered going to the gym anymore. <laughs> um, so I, I think there's – obviously you accepted that. So I think there's you know always intent to be good to yourself and then mm. the momentum sort of – falls away because very often the news resolutions are too dramatic there's no support structure yep. or network to help you achieve them and that's why when i was saying earlier on actually those the everyday little things like for example you i don't know you go somewhere and the biscuits are amazing and you find out what those biscuits are but they're a bit pricey and you think i'm gonna have those biscuits and i'm gonna have those a little treat so i have like loose leaf tea but there's a particular loose leaf tea that i really love and i only have it on a sunday it's like my little kind of self-care ritual where i spend ages brewing the tea and making the tea and just spending a little bit of time um, yeah. to forcibly not do something else you know to forcibly not work mm. or not check my emails or, or whatever so i think there are invariably lots of little things we can do that you know help us self-care because you because you like it and benefit from that sunday tea what would happen if you had it every day i'd be bankrupt it's very expensive um <laughs> I, I well hmm i think it makes the ritual it makes the the process of self-care it normalizes it right so and that's not mm. a bad thing like i guess what we're saying today nope. is normalizing self-care is really important it, it's a Yes, please. Hmm? I said yes, please. Oh, I thought you said there's bears. <laughs> a touch of the Is bear. A woman. Where uh. are there bears? <laughs> um, right was, there on the stair. I was <laughs> rushing through my head, thinking that's not a safety word we've discussed. I don't. I don't think that's. <laughs> what does he mean? So, <laughs> some kind of code for help. Um, but there's bears. There's 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 bears. Um, so. <laughs> so I guess it would make it obviously less special. I'm going to habituate to the idea of having, you know, nice tea every day and that that time carved out every day. But I don't think it it doesn't not make it self-care. What it means is that actually mm. every day I would have more elements of self-care. The reason I explained it out is really for people listening, because does that then mean that in turn it becomes less effective less rewarding as yeah. self-care 
even though it's forcing me, you know, while I'm taking the time over the ritual of measuring the tea out and brewing it and pouring it and having it, you know, straining it and all that kind of jazz is lovely. And obviously during that time, I'm absorbed in that one moment. And there's a wonderfully Buddhist way to drink tea as well, like a, a classically Buddhist way where you sniff it and close your eyes as you sip it. So you get this amazing immersive experience of the tea, um, you know, flick it over your head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> scalding hot. But does it make it less enjoyable, in which case all I'm doing is just carving a bit of time out. It's less about self-care, maybe. It's just about taking your foot yeah. off the accelerator a bit. Does that make sense or not? It, it does. And actually, you funny, think? you should say, uh, no, I think that absolutely is true. I was, I, and I agree, I was only saying it to be slightly provocative. And I think actually saving some things to be special, and it, even if it is only making tea, but making specialty, <laughs> your specialty is a specialty, um, it is a really nice thing. But you also saying about Accelerator is something I was just going to say linked to all this, because... Two things. You might be doing something already that is self-care. You just haven't acknowledged that it is. But you might be doing something that would only take a slight adjustment to make it self-care. And it might be something you do every day. For example, commuting. And were you to find your new favorite podcast, you might really revel listening to the human podcast and be like, oh, yeah, this... 20 minutes yes. on the way to work gets me up to the book of the week. Yes. I skip that. And then on the way home, I've got the bit after book of the week yeah. <laughs> for my commute. Like you can, I think we can all find ways to make moments more special without yeah. breaking the bank or doing anything ridiculous. I would agree. I used to hate Revels. My dad used to love those. And I always used to know oh, the, the orange one. Oh, send them um, to me. I love, a, love an orange Revel. I'm not sending you my dad's orange Revels. Just behave. <laughs> Now, one of the things I just thought about was an analogy that I've heard before, which is that self-care is, is a, a classic, a brilliant example, I think, is, is classically driving a car. You, it gets to the point, if you were to just drive and drive and drive and drive and drive the car, the fuel tank would eventually go down until it was empty and you wouldn't be able to go anywhere anymore. That's an obvious thing, right? So we all know that you need to keep putting fuel into the tank. And self-care yeah. is effectively fuel in your tank of life, right? You, because it gets to a point where you need to refuel a little bit, even if it's only a tiny little bit, in order to keep going. That's it. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, I agree with all of this. Well done. We're on the same page for once. <laughs> well, that's for once. <laughs> you can't pour from an empty jug. You've got to top up your jug, your jug however that, whatever you put in it. Matt, um, it's been a delight as always and a pleasure. <laughs> it really has. I've really, I really enjoyed, enjoyed this, this one. So I think wouldn't it be nice that this week perhaps we get um, a little bit of uh, interaction on social. I'd love to hear what people what people do for their, as part of their self-care routines because wouldn't it, we could cre create this amazing network of sharing best practice where people go, oh, that's a brilliant idea. I'm going to try that. Love all that. And also maybe this is giving you inspiration to try something new. Let us know. Yeah. Are you going to self-care differently this week? Well, hey, you know what we could do on Instagram? Oh, God. We could, yes. both of us could share what we're doing for self-care. I love that. Not all of the things, but... Not the <laughs> shibibari, which I looked up while we were talking, and it is rude. 
It's not. It's so traditionally. It doesn't tra- have to be. Yes, sure. <laughs> I love that you called it Shibibari. I can't um, remember all your uh, predilections. <laughs> I can't keep up. Oh, I hope my mum don't listen to this. <laughs> Right, uh, Matt. Where can people find us if they want to? Uh, a police station, I would imagine. A local shrine <laughs> of terpsichorean debauchery. <laughs> that and online on Instagram, <laughs> uh, that human podcast. And also, I mean, you can listen on the Spotify's, on the Amazons, on the Googles, on the Apples. We're literally everywhere. And pro tip, because. Amazingly, there are some other pretenders to the human podcast throne. If you search human podcast and you can't find us, search our names on the different platforms, Jez Rose or Matt Boyles, because that will then will definitely come up. And please, uh, any reviews or shares or likes or follows or subscribes, always hugely, um, hugely appreciated and really gratefully received. And they do really help us. So click share. 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 If she's listening. She, oh, wouldn't it be great if she was? Um, Matt, are you going to go off and do some self-care now? Uh, no, I've got, well, no, because I've got no. lots, I've got a bit more work to do. But okay. like I said, I don't, I don't find work taxing. And then tonight, who knows what I'll do? Have a, have a, don't know, <laughs> dinner? <laughs> um, <laughs> have an eclair, a self-care eclair. A self-care and I'll, eclair, a self-care. There you go. And I'm going to look into stealth Care My little uh, self-care moments this evening are uh, sat with Mr. Adorable watching Homeland because we have only just got into it and it is amazing. I just worked with one of the writers on it and only was first introduced to it. And my word, I'm obsessed, Matt. I don't, I don't. Good, I don't isn't it? You. Oh, good as an understatement. Where have you got to? Uh, series two, the bit where Brody is on their side but he's being pushed right to the edge the kids have just admitted to knocking that um person over and she's just died oh dear so we've got to that bit apparently season three goes off the boil a bit and i found out that one of their writers very sadly died unexpectedly and so season three the writing kind of went a bit weird and then they it took them until sort of season four to recover a bit so i'm um yeah i'm looking forward to watching it good well, this has been a pleasure. You have a lovely evening. <laughs> Same. Say goodbye, Matt. Speak. Goodbye, Matt. See you all next week. Bye. Bye.